Hello again, my people. Welcome to Jennifer's Podium. I'm sorry that I haven't posted a podcast in a while. Life has been busy. So today's podcast, what I want to do is talk to you about how I've overcome depression. Um, It's actually a question I get here and there in my life because I recently went through a very, very uh, difficult bout of depression. Now, depression has never been my go-to demeanor ever. Um, It really was rather situational with the pandemic, with all the isolation that I experienced. And at the beginning of this year was really the apex of that depression. Um, But I am feeling so much better. And I have taken a journey to get to this point where I feel like me again. Um, And so I want to pass on any little nuggets of wisdom that might help someone else out there who is in a low point. So first of all, uh, I think I should go to like the lowest point. Uh, It was right after Christmas this year or, you know, 2021. I tested positive for COVID and had like a traumatic altercation with now someone who's no longer my friend, but was my friend at the time. And, and that all together, like coming out of two years of complete loneliness and isolation, um, maybe to give you some context, I, I do live alone. Um, I have for a decade and I like being by myself, like living alone. But when the rest of the world is shut down and when you leave your house, you're alone. Um, and when you're in your house, you're alone. It, it was just way too much alone time. Um, so the so at the beginning of this year, I, I would say that I was in a, well, I was in a very, very depressed, dark, dark state. Now, I've never experienced that before. I've had anxiety, but I've always been a very chipper, happy person. And so... It literally felt like it wasn't my body. Like I was just so sad and I couldn't shake it. Um, And so anyway, that's putting it lightly. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't want to like, you know, re-traumatize anyone, but it was hard. I I think I should also add that I was experiencing um, a lot of like nightmares and just like a... I, I, the only way I can explain it is that um, I had this like heat in my body um, and I think it was from anger, but I just remember feeling like, um, you know, really hot all the time in my chest. Um, and so anyway, let's start there and I will share with you um, kind of the the ongoing journey of how I got to a place where right now I can say that I don't feel depressed, which is a miracle. It literally is. I believe that. Okay. So I would say that my first turning point was, um, a few days after, um, like I experienced like the worst low of my life. Um, I didn't know it at the time, but I was COVID positive and I went for a walk. Um, outside of my house and it was like you know January 3rd I believe um 
and I had been just struggling for days um, with feeling ill and sad and just empty. And I went for a walk and I was white as a ghost. Um, I was not well at all mentally or physically. And um, I ran into a friend who I used to work with and she saw me, she took one look at me and she um, asked if she could escort me to the emergency room. Um, and honestly, that was one of the kindest things anyone has ever done for me in my life. Um, and, you know, to put some context into it too, uh, there was ice everywhere and it was very difficult and slippery to get there, which is why I had avoided really going anywhere. So like she helped me get through the ice and snow and everything. Um, so I went to the emergency room and I was seen by a doctor who was so compassionate. And I think that was another turning point. And I just unburdened my heart to her. Um, you know, I just, I cried and I expressed my pain and, you know, she actually ended up crying too. Um, and you know, she, she gave me like a, a little squeeze on the shoulder and she was just very tender and compassionate. Um, she did inform me that I was COVID positive and that I need to go home and quarantine. And that was really hard because the last thing I needed was to spend 10 days alone. Um, but every couple days, my friend that walked me to the, to the emergency room would send me a text, how are you doing? And, you know, I would let her know I was okay. And she let me know that if there was any kind of emergency that she was available to, to help. And, um, I think that's one of the kindest things anyone's ever done for me. Uh, a couple of days later, I was really just so emotional and just like at the edge of myself. And so I called my mom um, and, you know, uh, my mom and I haven't always had the most, uh, I would say like balanced relationship. And that's as far as I'll say it, but um, she was there for me, you know, and I hadn't talked to her for a while. We didn't do Christmas together, which was another source of depression. Um, but she, you know, she listened, she asked if I had eaten anything and she kind of just soothed me with her voice until I fell asleep. Um, and that honestly, oh, I'm going to tear up talking about it. Um, I think that was, that was another really big turning point was just, you know, she told me she loved me and, and she didn't do much more than just listen. Um, and just make sure that I had the basics of like, are you eating? Have you slept? Kind of a thing. Um, and so going, moving on from there, um, uh, like I started to feel better. Uh, another thing too, is I started taking vitamins. Now I'm not going to give you any specifics cause that's something you have to pursue yourself. But um, I started taking some vitamins that support mental health. And, um, you know, I also set up an appointment with my doctor who did kind of like an uh, in-office like mental evaluation for me too. And she referred me to a counselor. Um, so uh, just a couple weeks later, I saw the counselor and that really helped so much. So rewind a little bit though. 
Um, I would say that the next big turning point for me was I went for a walk um, and I lived by the water and I just went and I, I literally cried to the water um, and like I just kind of let and it's salt water so like there's just something to me about that that's so spiritually powerful. Um, I think it's also really important to note that I am a Christian and I believe in Jesus as my savior. And so I think just having that underlying hope in God is, is a huge, huge part of it too. Um, and I, I went to the waterfront and prayed and I just remember like coming back and feeling a lot of that heat that I was feeling like cooling off. And I, that was like, one of the first nights that I slept really well and kind of reset my biological clock or, you know, my um, biorhythms. And so that was a turning point. And then I went to the counselor and she evaluated me, you know, and, and let me just tell you this, you guys, like your friends and family can be there for you, but there is nothing like having somebody who's a professional, like really be able to evaluate your mental health and like, help you identify what you're really struggling with and then help you treat it in a confidential setting. Um, so I highly, highly, highly recommend therapy. Um, you know, and there are a lot of available ways to, to have access to therapy now um, through apps. And I would just recommend going to your doctor because your doctor knows your um, your insurance and she can he or she can help you get connected to a counselor that, that takes your insurance. That's what doctors do. Um, and my doctor did that. And so that was really a huge turning point was having somebody to talk to um, about all those problems um, where I didn't have to edit it. And they're just there to listen and be like a, like a professional listener, really. Um, and then to, to give you action steps towards getting better. Um, that's huge. And so that's what my therapist does every week. She gives me an action step, um, of something like really small, uh, to work on. Um, and like a little, almost like a kind of like at home assignment, uh, to, to build my, my mental strength and my emotional strength. And that has been huge in helping me get to a better place. Then shortly after that, um, I got involved with church and I had not been involved in church in years. And I mean, especially through the pandemic, but even prior to that, um, I experienced a lot of like hurt and rejection from a church that I had been going to, which that actually fed my depression too, because I felt very rejected um, from people that I really loved and cared about. Um, now, I wasn't completely not at fault for the things that happened. So I'm not a victim and you know, it just didn't work out, but I found a new church community that, you know, no church community is perfect. I'll just tell you that, but I do feel very included and I feel like spiritually enriched. And I think that that is the key. Um, because I, I set up a time for like a, a, a Christian counseling session with this ministry, which will remain nameless. Just you have to find your niche, you know, go f like search for it. If you seek, you will find, and I found it. Um, so I set up this meeting. Well, I went to a spiritual counseling meeting 
And that was another turning point. This was um, at the end of March. And like that, I believe, was a huge, huge turning point to where I feel like me again now. Um, but, you know, I basically uh, like just unburdened myself again. Like I was so emotional. I was raw. Um, I was real. And those people really, um, they really helped me and they helped me turn a corner because let me just tell you one of the most powerful things that they said. Um, first of all, one of the truths that they shared with me is that God is going to take this pain that you're going through and he's going to make it beautiful and he's going to turn it into something beautiful. That was so reassuring to me. Another thing that they said is you're forgiven because a lot of the heaviness I was feeling was just shame and um, like just feeling a lot of guilt for the ways I felt I had failed myself, my family, my community. Like that really is a huge part of depression, you guys. And even anxiety too is just feeling not enough and feeling like a failure, um, you know, and wondering like if you have a purpose because you feel like you've just ruined so many things. Um, and you know, that was how I was feeling. And so for someone to just say, you're forgiven and like giving me absolution, it was just like, I remember literally like just breathing and feeling so relieved, you know? Um, so that was another turning point. And I have remained consistent in staying involved with that ministry um, and got involved in a small group with that ministry um, with a, a great bunch of gals that we just get together and, and we read the Bible and talk about our lives and pray for each other. And that is, I mean, just being able to like meet in a group and share what you're going through, um, and get support is so, so, so enriching to your life. Um, and now, you know, with spring, in full bloom. Um, that's been a huge part of it, getting out into the sunshine. Um, I try to get out in nature as much as I can. Um, yeah. And another thing that I added too was just enriching reading. Um, like I got my old Bible out again. Like I'd been reading uh, mostly on the Bible app, which is fine, but like I, there's something about holding a physical Bible and like marking in it and making notes that really gets like the word into you to bring your spirit to life. Um, and I also started reading just like regular self-help books, like um, enriching reading. Um, and then I like, I follow a lot of like um, mental health things on Instagram. And so even just like uh, working on my mind, uh, like working on the thoughts that I'm thinking and like really recognizing some of the dark thoughts that I was thinking and making that right. Um, like just, you know, uh, replacing negatives with positives, replacing hopelessness with hope, um, and just really having an active prayer life. Um, another thing too, is I started adding creativity even more to my world. So I'm an artist and I, you know, dusted off my paints and started painting again. Um, I started creating content on social media again, which I had kind of stopped doing. Um, 
and just like really allowed creativity to flow. And that was a huge turning point too. So that really is, I believe, oh, 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 oh. And the last thing I would say too is that um, I, how could I say this? I, I think that I did like a reclaiming of my freedom because I think what really I felt like brought me into that depression was the oppression I felt during the pandemic. Like, even though it was probably necessary medically, depending on your political bent, like, you know, we had to go into quarantine because there was a pandemic, which I don't know. I don't think that it ever needed to be like that, but we had, we did, you know, and, uh, and those mandates were oppressive. And, and I think that like reclaiming my freedom has been a huge part of it too, with the world opening back up. Um, and like even just going out and connecting in my community has been huge. Um, and I just have felt like, uh, with things opening up again, like I just do simple things like going to a coffee shop and talking to people, walking in the park and saying hi to, to people in my area. Um, I know a lot of people in my neighborhood. So like even just getting out and saying hi to the people that I'm acquainted with, like all of those things have helped me feel free again and feel like I've gotten my autonomy back. So that's what I'd say for you guys too. Like, you know, we really are past the pandemic, praise God. And yes, there's other issues and there's, you know, we're, we're in a state of unrest globally, but in your own world, you can claim your freedom. Um, and so that's, I think another really, really pivotal thing. Um, but I need to give honor and glory where honor and glory are due. And I really do like have to say that the number one thing is God. Like, you know, there's a scripture that says, um, without him, we can do nothing. It literally like, there's not much that we're capable of outside of God. And with him, all things are possible. And so like, you know, I think also just claiming that victory. Um, another thing to note too, is that I have been actively fasting and praying once a week which has been pivotal. And every time I fast and pray, um, you know, I just, I just do only water, um, for seven hours, uh, once a week. Like, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't eat breakfast or lunch and then I eat dinner. Um, and I do that once a week. And like, even just like in that time, I feel like I'm constantly reminded, like, you, you start from a place of victory with God. Um, and so even just claiming that, that with God, I can overcome because he gives me strength to overcome. And I just know that, like, I think we can, we can have little mini, um, victories, you know, um, but without God, we really cannot have like the major victory and the major overcoming, um, because he is the source of abundance and life and prosperity and all of those things. And so, yeah, um, if you haven't, I mean, give your whole heart to Jesus and, you know, um, 
that's what I say. Say the prayer, the prayer, Jesus, I welcome you into my heart, my life. You're my God, my savior. Forgive me of my sins and help me on this journey to overcome the darkness in my life. And actually that reminds me of something too. Um, part of what I've been doing in therapy is shadow work, which I believe very much marries with like the idea of light and dark in the Bible. And um, so shadow work is basically like bringing your shame, the, the things you've done that you feel are really bad that you would never want to admit even to yourself and bringing them into the light, like confessing them um, either to a therapist or a priest or a pastor or someone you spiritually trust and bringing it into the light. And I think that also has been a turning point for me of just like not hiding um, the things that I feel ashamed about, but bringing it to light and receiving forgiveness. And that is what Jesus does. That is why he died was that he knew, I mean, God knows we make mistakes. He knows we feel ashamed. And if you feel ashamed, that's a good thing. It means you're not a psychopath. <laughs> it means you're not a sociopath. Um, and so, but we need, we need to know we're forgiven. And that is what that is the beauty of the gospel is that, you know, Jesus paid the price for our forgiveness and that through him we are absolved. Um, and he made a way for us to have a clear conscience, which really a clear conscience is the epitome of joy, really. But we cannot clear our conscience without absolving our darkness too. Um, and bringing our darkness into the light and admitting our wrongs. So, yeah, I know that's a lot. Um, if you know, I, I, I'm not a, a pastor or a priest. Like that. Sorry, that was my phone. Um, you know, just ignore that. But, uh, there are a lot of ministries out there that are ready and willing to receive you. So, um, I encourage you to get connected, like seek and find. And you know what? Search until you find where you are where you belong. One of the best wisdoms anyone's ever given me is to go where you're celebrated, not just tolerated. So, you know, it took me a long time to find this spiritual group that I feel connected to and I feel like I belong. So, you know, get out there and and see what's out there for you. And uh, I wish you well on your healing journey. Thank you for listening to Jennifer's pod. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Jennifer's podium. And I'll uh, I'll be back again with my next podcast.